Welcome to Third Church's T3 Family Podcast. Welcome to T3 Family Podcast. My name is Katie Peterson, Life Stage Pastor at Third Church, and it is such an honor to have Shannon Judkins with us today. Shannon, could you uh, share a little bit and introduce yourself? Sure. Thanks for having me, Katie. I'm so glad to be here with you. I am the children's ministry team leader, and I also am in the K2 classroom at 915 on Sunday mornings. My husband, Rob, works at Marion County Bank, and I have three grown sons, a daughter-in-law, and two grandchildren. Your family circle just keeps expanding, doesn't it? It does. Both here at church and at home. Awesome. Well, the past two podcasts, we're, we're in a series here of bringing faith into our homes and really encouraging and equipping parents to be the spiritual champions that God has designed them to be. Just a reminder, if you haven't been able to listen to those, please go back and do that. And if you have, a reminder of what we talked about, Faith Talks are designated time, and we're, we're challenging families to shoot for at least once a week for your family to gather and study the Bible together. And Faith Walks are conversations in the course of our daily life that turns a child's attention towards the presence of God, just in the everyday, sometimes what we think mundane parts of life, really. So as a follow-up to our last podcast, Uncle Carl really challenged our listeners to be deeply rooted in word and spirit. And Shannon, you did this so well with your boys. What are the top ways that you made faith walks and faith talks part of the routine in your home? Would you share that with us? Yes. When my children were young, I just had a deep passion and desire to get God's Word into their hearts, and I just would pray and seek for guidance from the Holy Spirit to give me ways. I I knew that they were three active guys, and I couldn't just sit them down and um, just teach them to memorize. So I had to be creative. There were times when I would put music to verses, and I would make games for them to just so they could be active and be engaged in that. And it really worked. They enjoyed doing that. And so just by going with the Holy Spirit, that really helped in so many ways to get that into their hearts. I loved how you used the natural part, the natural rhythm. So, so tunes or songs that maybe were familiar to them and games, um, intentional about bringing the Word of God to the things that are in their life. You know, that doesn't need to be this, this grand, grandiose plan or idea, but just in the things that they enjoy doing. And then you met them there with, with God's Word. That's so powerful, beautiful. I was thinking this morning, my, my devotional actually had me reading um, Ephesians 3, just a, another simple thing, and you mentioned this as well, of praying for your kiddos. So when we, we get through to a powerful scripture that is declarative and is full of promises, so we can replace the you and can put our children's names in that scripture verse. So a powerful verse then, or a powerful prayer from Ephesians 3 for this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom his whole family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen, and then insert your child's name in there, with power through his spirit in his or her inner being. 
I pray that, again, your child's name, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that surpasses knowledge, that your child's name would be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Just a simple, another simple way to cover them in prayer. I love that, Katie, because prayer has been such a significant part of bringing our sons up. Rob and I really valued that, and we would pray not only with them, but for them on a regular basis. We were very intentional in that. And I once heard that you don't have to be a perfect parent, but a praying parent. And I I have taken that with me, and I believe that's true. God doesn't expect us to to do everything just right. But if we're connected to Him through His Holy Spirit, we will get that wisdom that we need. Mm-hmm. Powerful, powerful. So I kind of cut you off there. What are some other things that you that you did with your faith talks and faith walks with your with your boys? Well, with one of my sons, he had a, a group of friends that really loved to play baseball. And so during the summertime, Uh, We created, a good friend of mine and I created a Champions for Christ program where the kids would come down to the Little League. We'd all meet in the morning. We had approval um, to to be down there, and we just loved to teach them God's Word, and we did activities. We had snacks. We did quiet time, and they got to go all over the Little League. I just remember some of those kiddos in the dugouts or in the bleachers with their journals, spending time connecting with God. And and we would do the armor of God, and we would compare it to the baseball equipment. And then awesome. it, we just had wonderful times down there. And the, the icing on the cake was at the very end— they divided into teams and would play baseball. And um, I would make them, if they crossed the plate at home and scored, their whole team had to, to shout out the verse. So okay. <laughs> we just had a lot of fun memories with that. Hmm. And um, another thing is we would do uh, with the kids when they were in sports, they became very active. We would always talk to them about who gave you your gifts. We wanted to make it clear to them that, yes, they they could be as good as they wanted to practice and all the time they wanted to put into it, but actually it was God who gave them their gifts and talents. And so we really wanted to make it sure that they would glorify God and, and how they acted. And so after games, I would very often go to all three of them and say, and who gets the glory? And they would point up to God. And so what that does, it gives takes the focus off of them and puts it where it belongs. And God is the main character, no matter what they're doing, if they are playing sports or if they're um, yeah, at home or in other activities. I love that question, and who gets the glory? That just keeps God as the main character in the, in the story. Yes, and as they were older and and started traveling on the weekends, um, it was really hard. We struggled with what do we do on Sunday mornings, and it it was so—we didn't like to have to even be put in that position. So after Rob and I prayed about it, we we really felt like we could 
have church in the car on the way. We could take God with us. He doesn't have to stay. So we incorporated him in our long rides to the ballpark. Before they played, we would honor God. And it was so fun because for me, because they didn't have cell phones at that time when they were young, (laughs) and we had their undivided attention. So it was great. It was a great time to really connect and pray, and Rob would pray, and it, it was just a special family time that we had. Taking yeah. those moments and just turning them into holy moments that you're, yeah, any any place can become that sacred space. That's something that we've been talking about a lot here. This um, is making our living spaces, making our traveling spaces holy places. Yes, indeed. And then during the holidays, we would also celebrate Christmas with Jesus, of course, as a focus. We'd have a birthday party for him, have cake and ice cream, and just enjoy focusing on him, celebrating his birthday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, that that leads us well into a little bit of what we're going to be also talking about today. So we've talked about faith talks, faith walks. So new to the lineup today is something called Faith Processes. And faith processes are a partnership between church and home that addresses a particular need at each stage of life. And so you may have heard us talk at Third Church before. We use the language of milestones for for faith processes. One of the challenges, and Shannon, I'm sure you've uh, experienced this with with three three boys, uh, but one of the challenges with being a guide through spiritual formation is that each child's process can be so different from one child to the next. And, and that can be exciting as you see somebody shooting ahead. And it can also be challenging to also not, you know, compare different different kids in their in their spiritual journey. Um, faith faith processes or faith milestones help us to answer this simple question. What happens next in my child's spiritual growth? What are, what are we looking towards in the next step? And God invites his people, especially in the Old Testament, we see it in Genesis, Exodus, Joshua, to mark significant moments with the building of an altar or stacking, stacking of stones. And the faith family would then rally around this monument to celebrate God's good work in their life. And so in a similar way, there are significant moments along each child, each student's faith journey that we also invite the faith family to rally around and be a part of and to celebrate. Currently, our milestones at third are infant baptism, preschool graduation, salvation celebration, third grade Bible ceremony, profession of faith, and high school graduation. Now, Shannon, you've, you've helped with the preschool graduation, the salvation celebration, the Bible ceremony. In your, in your wisdom, could you share why, marking, why are marking these milestones so important? Yes, these milestones are spiritual markers that are so significant, and they are encounters and events in a person's walk with the Lord that are so important in their faith formation. I consider these highlights in a spiritual journey with each person, something they can look back and remember 
look back and remember. Awesome. Did you have any other milestones that you celebrated in your home? You know, we we did celebrate the, the norm, you know, the preschool graduation, the high school graduation graduations. However, we had something really special with our family as babies. We all were sprinkled at, at bapti- infant baptism, but then we had a, a family baptism when we were older. When we actually we were heading from Marshalltown to Pella right before we came, we our entire family were ba- we were all baptized together and um, at the well on the same day, and we had testimonies that we had written. It was just a powerful time together to share that memory with each other, to mark that special time. To hear the testimonies and um, be raised to, to new life through the waters of baptism, powerful, very powerful. And you know, Katie, I love the fact that Third is intentional about these celebrations, these milestone markers, and how beautiful is it that families get to come together and share in this with each other. It's wonderful. Yeah, it really allows um, a, a kind of push the pause button because sometimes it does seem like life is is going very quickly for for many families, and there's a pause button that just gets pushed. I feel like at these milestone uh, markers of okay, just do a quick inventory. Um, what are you, what are you celebrating in what God is doing in your um, in your child's life, in your student's life, in your family's life, and then turn that praise and glory back to back to Him. Those are those are just sacred, holy moments that it's just such an honor to be a part of um, those moments for sure. Yes. Well, Shannon, anything else as you are as you are experiencing um, the growth of your of your family in your in your home, or I guess your immediate family, as you're experiencing the growth of those entrusted to your care here at Third. I know you're you're so well connected to so many moms in different stages. Any final words of encouragement or any final thoughts as we close out this podcast? Any yeah, for our listeners out there today. I just really want to encourage you all to be so intentional about that your faith walks and faith talks because you're planting seeds and someday you will get to reap a harvest. You will get to see, as I see in my grandchildren, um, they are loving Calvin, my two and a half year old grandson, loves the Jesus Storybook Bible as Jordan reads every night to him, and and then Calvin reads to his four month old brother Lincoln <laughs> as well. He and that's his favorite book. So what you're doing now, parents, you're investing into the future, and it, it's it will come back in so many beautiful ways. So, yeah, I love that you're you're not only investing in the next generation, but in the generations to come when we when we are engaging in um, planting these seeds, these eternal seeds. That's a beautiful picture. Thank you for leaving us with that with that picture. And would you close us with a blessing here today, Shannon? Yes, I will. So, Father God, I thank you for these parents for these families. Lord, you love them so much, and you have such great plans 
for their future. I just pray unity. I pray love. I pray that they will enjoy every stage and every phase with their families as they grow closer together with you. I pray that you bless them, protect them, smile on them, be gracious to them, show them your favor, and give them your peace. Amen. Amen. Thanks for being here with us today, Shannon. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us for this T3 Family Podcast. We hope it's been a blessing for you and your family.